The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back, top of the hour, on time, on schedule. Jay Foreman, DP, Austin on the ones and twos. This is Old School, brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese. Special ingredients at Butcher Shop, located at 84th and Havelock. Every type of meat and every type of cut. Go in there and ask them what's up. Look, summertime is in full effect. Uh, you, you know, around Nebraska, you go from 90 degrees to 45, get your grill on in abundance. You know, we need to do a thing where people send in their, their, uh, the, you know, the, their end results of getting on the grill only if they buy it at the Mercado, right? That we're going to start that come August. Okay. At, when we get back from big 10, everybody that's listening if you go to the Mercado, we got to get Jake on there. They got to have a mm-hmm. J Foreman code in there or something like that. Yeah. It, it, when you go to the Mercado, yeah. then obviously if they want to do it. Enter code Foreman for anywhere between 44 and 56% off. Right. That's yep. probably too much. But. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> for well, Anyways, when you buy something from the Mercado, so nice you, have to, you have to show the wrapping. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be down there buying. Nice hey, they'd be they'd nice be try. waiting. You think Kevin was waiting for shipments? I'd be in there just pulling up my truck. Hey, hey, Jay, yeah, again? Have another free. <laughs> but they need to have the show what they bought, uh-huh. right? So it'd be like a you know ribeye or whatever. Yep. yep. And then show and the then result. Show, and show the result. And then you know what we're gonna do? We can have a weekly challenge. We're gonna have a weekly challenge, yeah. and then we're gonna start doing giveaways for the what, next the for, next the next for the cut of meat. Next cut of meat or inexperience. Yeah. We're going to yeah. do – you know what we're going to do? We're going to do four weeks, just like training camp. Okay. So we're going to have four winners, and then the fifth week, we're going to have the winner, and then we're going to give off – we're going to make we'll, – we'll, I'll start thinking about it this weekend, having experience, whether we get together and break bread or you come in the studio and we, you know, eat or something sample like that. Sample what you grilled. Sample, sample what we grill. We're gonna do it together because I'm gonna show you. I'm, I'm sure you. You know, we got to help. It depends on who it is. It will help you season your meat. Yeah, everybody can't. Mm. So we're gonna do that. So be on the lookout for it, and we'll get with Jake, and we'll get with it, and we're gonna start it the week after we get back from Big Ten. Because I'm definitely gonna be asking mm-hmm. the coaches and the players 
if they season their meat because okay. that's going to tell me whether you're a good player or not. But so now, yeah, Jeff Sims, we need to know. Yeah, Nori, if you listen, well, Nori does. Nori, 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 Nori. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Jason Peter. Uh-huh. Okay, and he, I hope, I hope he, I mean, he, well, if he's mad, I mean, we teammates, he's been mad at me before. I've missed a couple checks. But I'm going to tell you like this, Jason Peter, the defense alignment, okay, there's pictures out of him, of him, yoked up, got his guns going on. He used to think he was a model in college and all this other stuff, blood on his, uh, you know, he tweeted out the picture, picture about when we used to bust up Matt Hoskinson and he got blood on his pants. I'm going to tell you this right now, Jason Peter can get on the grill and he can cook. And people might not think people might be like not believe it because you think of a D lineman and Jason Peter, homeboy knows his way around the, the the kitchen and the grill. I was pleasantly surprised and he can throw down. So you'd never assume based on appearance. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Nori and he works at well, it. Well, so Nori, Nori so Jason talked about it. We've so, talked about it. So Jason's so. German, right? Nori's German. So I'm telling you this for Nori, okay? Whether Nori participates in cooking, or cooking, or in eating, uh-huh. the expectations are super high, Nori. Yeah. So don't come in here and thinking that you're just gonna just slide does, in. Does, does Matt rule season as me? Yeah. yeah. If he didn't, but his time in Carolina, he definitely seasons his meat, and he likes a vinegary and, and type of Carolina coleslaw. And he definitely likes a good he's biscuit. He's more Texas. He's more pepper. And oh, he like the he like the dry rub. Yeah, he's so he, we gotta we gotta get him out of that. Like we had to get him out of the Matt Pennsylvania. Rule, yeah, we gotta get you out of that. Steel, upper, yeah, we steel gotta, town. Yeah, meat we gotta get you out of that where, where everything is rubber. Burnt. Yeah, and yeah, just, yeah. No, we, we gotta, we gotta get, get you of. into some medium flavor. But he got a lot of coaches that would probably tell him, "Hey, man." Oh, oh yeah, you gotta bring throw, pot throw, roast over throw, here. Yeah, pot roast, we yeah, throw some season. Throw some season on that. Yeah, throw some. Yeah, because you know, no salt is not a season. So look, I know the coaches are getting into to gain to get you know getting into season mode. We understand that it might not happen this year, but when we do get a chance to break bread, I'm gonna say, listen, I'm gonna give them two samples: one season, mm-hmm. one not season. Mm-hmm. And who eats the season? You get nothing but good reviews on on, on the airways. But enough of that. Preseason PFF Pro mm-hmm. Football Focus has three first, second, and third team. Um, so in the Big Ten, it's the usual suspects. A little bit different, though, right? So they want same quarterbacks and running backs as we mentioned before. Same two Ohio State receivers. Now the third receiver that wasn't on the first or second team uh, with uh, Athlon is from Illinois. And I always talk about this. It's based on winning and what you what you have coming back or what you did in the prior Isaiah Williams, who was the only receiving threat that they had last year. They do have a good tight end. They had a good backup running back, but their quarterback has gone. Tommy DeVito seemed like he was like he was like Aaron Kraft, Forever. Ohio State basketball. Been there for like ten years. He's in there now. On here, the offensive line, you got Connor Colby, Jake Nelson, and then the two guys from Michigan, Drake Nugent and Zach Zinter. Z double, Z squared. So now these guys are going off of Michigan winning uh, the offensive line Heisman for the last two years. Then you go to the defense, right? Here's an also the difference here, and it's on the edge, right? And which is I think is very very interesting. They have Chop Robinson from Penn State, which Penn State seems to always have an edge rusher. 
linebacker and obviously corners. And then they have Aaron Lewis from Rutgers. And if you remember the Rutgers game, he was absolutely teeing off on Casey. Not just the first half when they were up 13 mm-hmm. nothing, The whole game. So that's where he came at. Now then you got Tommy Eichenberg, who's been a holdover. And then you have uh, Mima uh, Nung, Nungmeta from Wisconsin, who was a very, very productive inside linebacker. Um, then, then they have Kalen King from Penn State, who played opposite Joey Porter uh, Jr., was very productive. And then they have Will Johnson, Rod Moore again, Quinn Schulte, Cooper DeJean. So then you see, and then here's what's also interesting. So take it that they don't have any, they don't have any Nebraska players on there. Here's why I would question you. Brian Buscini, Boom Boom Buscini, is not on any of the top threes. He was definitely a top three punter last year. So you would think just on coming back, he would be preseason first team or second team or third coming back by PFF that he's not on there. So that's why I'd question the list of validity and homework-wise. Not that it's not a valid list, not that they didn't do their homework, but the first team is easy because you know the usual suspects. They probably were on a first, second, or third team last year, and it's easy to do it. But then we'll go over the second team because that's where I think where you see a lot of movement, and that's where you could kind of make some arguments. Um, I think I, I heard uh, Nick and those guys that had two his brother, TT, Maryland quarterback. Talia should be quarterback too. He is. Yeah. He's, he's second team. Nicholas Singleton is an NFL running back. Not as good as Saquon, obviously. I think he's a step uh, above Sanders as far as where he's at right now in college. He's the real deal. As a freshman, could tote the pill. Um, Talked about him a ton of my work on Big Ten. Here's what's interesting. Blake Horn was the first team. His co-starter or backup, Donovan Edwards, who came on when he was hurt last year, they got him a second team. And and this is where things get really shaky and and not shaky, but this is makes you think. The third team receiver, Cam Camper, who came in and had was setting everything off before Nebraska played him in a volume receiver from Indiana. The quarterback's gone. We'll see how he does, right? Now I know they got transfers in. Chris Ottman Bell from Minnesota. His injury last year coincided with the offense struggling. And then they came. Then they came out of it towards the end of the season. He's back and healthy. When you, if you watch their spring game, he's ready to go. And if you hear PJ Fleck talk about him, he looks like he actually did him some good, being able to rehab and get his body back. And he's gotten bigger and faster and stronger. He kind of put on some good weight, right? And then they have uh, Shamire Dyke, right, from Wisconsin, of all places, second team All Big Ten. So it also – here's what people – I always look at these lists and I always try to see does it coincide with any change within the team, okay? They fire Paul Chris. They let Bobby Ingram take over and, 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 and Jim Leonard take over. They start to open up the offense. They did. Mm-hmm. And they started scoring 28 points. And that's it. Well, he was a big part of it and Bobby Ingram. That's where it comes from. I find it hard, though, to put them up their second team based on two or three games. Altman Bell was on injured reserve. Now, here's also something really sneaky. I talked about Lachey from Iowa. I feel like he's a few, he, was, he, was, he won the Minnesota game for Iowa at Minnesota before Nebraska beat him. Felt like he was a future All-Big Ten. Eric All, who was, gone, who was injured all last year. Remember when Houseman was at Iowa right after the season? Hall was there. 
and uh, the quarterback uh, that came in from Michigan, right, that ended up going there. So they, so Iowa had a really good transfer portal week, and they got all in the their starting quarterback. I forget what's his name from Michigan. McCarthy. McCarthy. No, not McCarthy. No, but, uh, uh, McNamara. Kay McNamara. McNamara. Excuse me. They got him a second team. Now he would. Now he's legit, but he didn't play last year. Preseason. Well, see, I, this is, see, this is when I first of all, uh, like I hate giving credit to other dudes for their rankings because I don't know what this dude was sipping when he made this list, and I don't know. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Who slipped him, you know, gift certificate, gift cards from, you know, the the local pub in Illinois to get him to give some favor to the fight in Illini because that's how this stuff works. The reality is this. It's a good starting point. It's a good point of measure for like, okay, where does my team and its talent stand? Like what is the general level of respect? Because you can't say that, that Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't the best receiver in the Big Ten no matter where you are. You know why? He's already proven it. Like, it, you would sound stupid. The rest of them are when, okay, is there no outright best player at the position? So I can say whatever I want. I can say whatever I want. And it, nobody can hold me to it. But through all of it, none of them, nobody has said Nebraska has a top player in the Big Ten Conference at a position, at any position. Not even kicker. Not even kicker. So, First of all, screw that guy. Like, okay, don't care. Second of all, uh, whoever you like, you're entitled to. Sure. But I want Jay's first team. I want Jay, like I'll give credibility, full credibility to Jay Foreman's first team. Like Foreman's first team. That's yeah. how. That's how I want it. Like, give me. Okay, Jay, who's the quarterback? You can choose any quarterback in the Big Ten to to lead the Fighting Foremans. I'd say J.J. McCarthy is a good pick. We're not okay. pick him. Uh, Braylon Allen and Corum definitely pick him. Harrison uh, at Buka, I'd take take them too. Uh, it's for my receivers. Um, Spanford, I'd take him. Um, I would probably just take all of Michigan's offensive line. And and other than Wisconsin and Ohio State, I would nobody, take, I would Penn take, State maybe could would, say, "Hey, yeah, look, Penn, look at and, our and Penn, and Penn State's tackle is. Right. He's a top fifteen pick, right. so I would take him. But then I would take, I would take the two guys from Michigan. I would take uh, uh, Ladarius. It was I've seen I've seen these guys, uh, you know, on tape. Uh, what's his name? I'm gonna find him right here. Ladarius Henderson's a really good tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably take Donovan Jackson. So three guys from Michigan, Penn State, and and then the Ohio State guard. I'm fine with that, right? And yep. you know, even if I. Even if those, you're wrong, like uh, you could say, wrong, you could say Ohio State's tackles. I mean guards. Should probably be in the conversation right. because so they're even both if violent. I, even if I'm wrong, I'm definitely the best offense in the Big Ten. Right. Defensively, I'm going to start with Tommy Eichenberg because I think he's the he's the I'm starting with the middle linebacker. Okay. And then I'm starting with uh, Cooper DeJean, uh for because of his playmaking ability, he can play outside, inside, and defensive line is a little bit different, right? I'm taking 
I'm going to take uh, Randolph and Coleman um, from Illinois, Hall from Ohio State, and uh, what's the other guy? from? And then I'm going to take Newton from Illinois because I like the way they play as a front. I think they were the most dominant front up all year, start to finish, and it was those three dudes. One true freshman and two sophomores. Uh, so then as far as the other linebackers, I'm going to take the Wisconsin linebacker uh, because I watched him closely. He's very, very good. Um, actually, he's, he's excellent. You know, um, the other one, I think, is suspended, so that's probably why he's not on here. He got in some trouble. I don't know when he's going to play. But I'm going to take those two linebackers. And then the other DBs, I'm going to take Ransom from Ohio State because I think he's going to have a good year. He better. Um, and he's a safety. Like he's the whole a, resume, it, the whole it, reputation of Ohio State defensive back. Well, he's you, a, sa- he's a cornerback. He's a, you well, but he's they need him. He's a safety, and he really took off. He was a freshman, kind of really came in. He was actually better uh, than everybody thought. So I like him. And then I'll take Burke on the outside because he's probably the fastest um, besides Cooper Dijon, and that that's where I'm at. Um, I'm not going to be taking uh, uh, San Ristel from Michigan. I think he's kind of a you know, he's a good story, you know, where he was a receiver and go in. And then you could throw in a Will Johnson or Rod Moore, and I'm good. See, this is – hey, Austin, this is how you know Jay's a winner at heart. He only took winners. He only took he, – he didn't go shopping at Northwestern. He didn't go – he <laughs> didn't get his gro- – He didn't get his groceries at Indiana. He didn't – Well, that's my first team. Well, well uh, no, no, I'm just yeah. – I'm just – look, yeah. man – I mean, it's date hard. Date who you date, man. I yeah. <laughs> I like him, but I will say this, and I will say this. I think, um, you know, knowing Quentin Newsom, what he's made of, I think he could get onto that second team. I think he was the most consistent. He's been the most consistent uh, corner for the last two years, um, and that's even when uh, Cam Taylor Britt. I felt like Newsom was the most consistent. I think he raised his game last year. Um, if he, he continues to improve physically, I think he can sneak up on there and he just needs to get his hands on some more balls and get some picks. And then he plays opposite Hartzog or the Hartzog plays opposite of him. So you, you would so – who has a better year, Newsom or Hartzog? Well, I think Hartzog will get more work based on w- what Newsom's done. That was my question along that line. I actually that line. thought it was going to be op- the opposite, no. that, that people no. would actually throw at Newsom to not throw at Hartzog. They'll throw it at Hartzog. He's only 5'9". But he punishes them when he, when they do. He has really good ball skills and he's a competitor. Yeah. I just think that, I just think since he hasn't started a full year, I think they'll test him. And that's what I would do. Yeah. Um, Are NFL teams smart enough to know that if they're not throwing to a side of a field, the corner's pretty good? You, ideally, they don't just look at interceptions for the most part. Ideally, oh. you'd like to think they are, but then you hear some scouts. I mean, college offensive coordinators, man, those are some egotistical yeah. narcissists, bro. <laughs> some dudes watch, watch try this, watch this, watch this. Yeah, they'll try to get you. I think they're really the big thing with a lot of these guys at Nebraska. I always say this: they got way more opportunity. Even though I was on obviously better teams and one of the best teams of all time, they have way more opportunity than we, we all had. Didn't we see last year a coordinator in the Big Ten, offensive coordinator, who really didn't care where his advantages were and no, what yeah. his best play he was? was. He oh was oh was he here? I just knew he was in the Big Ten. I didn't know if he was here or not. Okay. Yeah, Wiffle was calling his place. He didn't care. But, Jay just, you know, Jay, but but but, but I tell you what, but, but, I, but to that but but I, but I will tell you this though, 
to Whipple's defense, that first game and that first half against Northwestern, it was no question because they were running the ball. They were on time. Volkolik was destroying people. The injury bug got to them, and they just had a couple games offensive line-wise where they didn't play well. But then there was a couple games that the offensive line played better than what people assumed. And this is the thing that's going to be interesting because media-wise, the easy – based on what the offensive line did the year prior. So this is before Coach Rayola came in. The easy excuse during the season is to blame the offensive line. But there was times that the offensive line didn't play as bad. Everybody around it didn't play well. Towards the end, you had some guys dancing around the backfield, not not going and taking what the defense get. Because when you're playing against defenses like Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota, you're not going to have the same holes that you had as playing against North Dakota and all these other teams. That's just they're just too good, and the and the coordinators have seen you all year. So you have to you have to gut punch, gut punch, gut punch, and the twenty carries a good day is eighty two yards. That's four average of four yards a carry. You got to be able to. You got to be as a running back, be able to create that and make your offensive line a lot better than what they might be. But then also you have to. You have, it has to coincide with protection. I always say this. People can get mad at Whipple, but when Casey got hurt, that was a busted protection, and it wasn't by the offensive line. It was by the two guys that were supposed to be in there protect, check releasing. You get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, everybody's like, oh, it's a Whipple. He's not giving up. No, no, those guys were in there check releasing. One of them forgot to check. He released. And re- and then Illinois proceeded to release on Casey's elbow and changed the whole dynamics of that game, the Illinois game, and the rest of that season. So you sit back and be like, what if? And But th- those are the things. Those are the little things that I'm assuming that Matt Rule and those guys, as they've watched every single tape and dissected every single tape, Every single player that's back on the roster that they need to they they got to fix first, and it's they can't fix it. They just got to harp on it until and put the players out there that aren't going to do that. So if I'm the quarterback and you're the H back and you're the running back and they have a slide protection and and you know your DP's helping the the right tackle because the tackle's black blocking down and you're you know checking from outside in. And you're the and, and you guys are check releasing, and actually what people don't understand it's kind of like pick and roll on offense. The more that you, the better that you are at check releasing, and the better that you are at setting picks, you actually get the ball more. Mm-hmm. So what happened in this in the potato in the play with Casey is it was slide protection check release or you know they should have been check releasing a little bit longer. When you're doing the play action, as a linebacker, I'm getting more depth, right? Because he has, he might be in a five or seven step drop. Well, if I'm, if you guys are check releasing good enough, and you guys check release and get it at two yards, I'm coming top down instead of from three yards or five yards or three yards gap. I'm at six or seven yards. Wouldn't you like to be able to catch the ball turn and not have me in your face? You get what I'm saying? So the better that you do your job early, you win late. Instead of they were so quick to try to get out in the route that you let the dude come running, and it, and it was a long TE stunt, and the dude looped around, and Casey was there throwing it, hit him right in the sweet spot. Well, you needed to check release because you would have you would have just chipped him. Casey wouldn't have been able to get the deep route. He's going to the check Well, down. he just needs time to bury it. Like, just time to go, oh, this is not here. Yeah, but you can't do that because the guy released too early. 
if he released yeah. after checking the guy that looped around, you're actually go from the first. You you you're the only option. Th- that's why Casey didn't trust. Well, that's why before he got, the injury or after. That's why he got hit. Yeah. And so you know, yeah. those are the things that don't get mentioned and had nothing to do with the offensive line. So, but mm-hmm. it, you know what they're trying to do is a lot of rehab. Yeah. And so, you know, they've been doing it all offseason, hopefully. And so we'll see here very shortly. But we're going to be – we're up against the clock. Jay Foreman, DP, we'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.